0: Welcome to The Open House, a show about my journey through real estate. So, if you're a new agent or thinking about becoming an agent and you just want to hear somebody kind of go through it before you go through it or as you go through it, come relax with me and we'll just talk it out. On today's episode, I wanted to talk about the holiday season R I C K E S -S 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 I A, making like bacon. I know it's complicated, but we'll keep practicing. Before we begin, go to Rickesia.realtor to see all the latest happenings. Text Rakesia to 352 834 0823 or visit rakesiamacon.exprealty.com. I know it's too much. Just check the show notes, it'll all be there. So, initially, I wanted to talk about the open house itself that we just had on Sunday, but then I was thinking last night, I'm actually recording this on Tuesday in posting it on Tuesday because I was tired last night. I passed out early. But last night I was thinking about... Okay, so last night I did a pop-up open house. So the pop-up is like you uh do the open house with one hour's notice to the listing agent so I contacted my listing agent um the house that I was doing is my mentor and so I contacted her really 20 minutes notice I was like hey can I go and do an open house that you have on this street and she's like that one's under contract but the other street's available um not too far away and I was like cool I'll do one there and so she put it in the MLS you know pops up on realtor and everything I went out popped not a lot of signs usually I'm like 30 signs out or something, but I popped up three just enough. It was a main road that goes to a turn, you know, and then you're there. So I, um, popped up signs. I sat at the house. I only sat there for an hour. Nobody showed up. So I contacted her uh, when I was done and I said, can I do another one and pick a better time frame?" Cause I, the hours that I picked was that right when you get off work and you're about to go home and you don't feel like stopping anywhere. So I picked more mid-afternoon or early afternoon hours today. So I'm gonna do another pop-up and this time I'll stay for two hours instead of just the one because it felt like by the time I got set up, it was already time to go. But so I'm going to do pop-up. Pop-ups are not gonna be the same as my open house events. With the event, we have the charcuterie board and the I'll probably maybe still bring out the gift bag. I think I'll still bring out the gift bag. But uh, the event is... It has more involved in it. And since I'm not going to be sticking around for too long, I want my Monday through Friday pop-ups to be less, less about me dragging things into the house and more about just being able to pop up, host the open, the way you typically see open houses where there's a realtor sitting in a chair going, Hey, look around. And if you need anything, let me know. I'm going to do it like that. Keep it pretty simple. But, um, the house that we did on Sunday, I talked to the listing agent there and she was like, I don't know if I want to host another open house next Sunday. Holidays are coming, yada, yada, yada. And so I was thinking about that last night. And one of the webinars that I go to, or at least try to when I have the time once a week, I go to the, what is it called? The top, top producer panel and so it was a panel of top producers and they just kind of tell you some of their industry secrets and some of the things that got them to be successful and whatever else is on their mind and one of the topics a few weeks ago was about the holiday season and they said that typically during the holiday season this is where all agents start taking off work and business really slows down. And I was thinking for me, I know I'm still in the growing stages of hustling hard like the reason I couldn't even record yesterday is because I was out hustling making calls doing everything I needed to do and then by the time I got home I was wiped out and exhausted I was just talking I was talking to my man and he says that last night usually we cuddle when we go to bed and he says I was knocked out and he like reached over for me and I was like don't even touch me because I know like if if a hand lays on me, my I will wake up and then my brain wakes up and then my brain starts thinking. And then next thing you know, I can't sleep all night. And he says, I was like, not right now. And I was like, Just don't even touch me. Just let me sleep in my own corner. And I was passed out for like 10 hours. So, I don't even remember where I was going with that. Um... No clue where I was going with that, but anyway, yeah. So that's why I didn't, I didn't have uh, this episode already ready, and I'm doing it on Tuesday morning. So I was thinking, though, I want to continue that hustle, even though I am exhausted. Like I, yesterday was a bad day. Yesterday I was exhausted, but I still got everything I needed to do done, and I want to continue that hustle through the holiday season. So while everybody else kind of slows down and says maybe I don't want to do things because families are in town and holidays are coming up, I want to push through that because I'm thinking as far as open houses go, let's say that you have family that's thinking about moving closer to you and they are coming into town for Thanksgiving. Who is right there on Sunday morning before everybody is ready to pack it up and call it a day? I am. Who can do pop ups again? I may do one tomorrow as well. Like, maybe I'll do pop ups every day this week. I'm not sure. But, like, who's going to be there with a house open for you to see? Who's going to be there when you want your auntie to see, you know, how close she can move to you or whatever? Like, I want to be there for that. So, I think I want to hustle hard through the holidays and, um, yeah, be working while everybody else is taking a day off. I think that's my goal. Uh, another thing... So that, I guess, is the whole speech I had on the topic. <laughs> but another thing that I do, just FYI, whenever I get a scam call or a spam call, there's this one where they say... Um, like they represent a golf course or a high school and as the season approaches they want to put your name on their banners huge and it'll only cost you 350 to 500 dollars for the year and or the golf course one uh they're going to put your name on the little thing where golfers write down their score so your name will be in front of their face all the time and you get to sponsor your own hole and uh the school one says that your logo is going to be on the back of a t-shirt and they're going to like do the t-shirt cannon and launch t-shirts into the crowd. So everybody's going to see your name. Like they tell you all those things. But then when you look it up through the better business bureau, you see a thousand complaints about how people signed up for these packages and paid all this money. And they finally got a chance to go out to the golf course or the school and their name was nowhere in sight. Like this is known. The problem is these people, when you talk to them It doesn't sound like where it goes, boop, hello, this is blah, 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 calling from blah, blah, blah. It doesn't sound like that. They sound so legit. Like, they sound like your friends. They sound, you know, those people that the moment that you talk to them, you feel like you could talk to them all day about anything and everything and y'all could just hang out. They sound like that. So, like, I need to learn to sound like them because they... Like, they take you off guard so fast, even though you know they're selling you something. So, I don't know where they get their training from, but I need some of that, minus the scamming people. But, when they call, I always try to practice my sales pitch on them as well. And so, I got a call yesterday, and this lady, she sounded so nice and so cool and everything. And I was like, well, I said, yeah, just send me the email about the information, and I will, let's plan to talk again on Wednesday. So then I go into my speech. Can I ask you something? Are you looking to buy or sell in the next zero to 12 months? Let's stretch it out to a year. Got any plans? And she's like, yes, I got properties here. I'm thinking about selling my home here. As far as motivation to sell goes, would you say one being the lowest, five being the highest? How motivated are you? And she's like, oh, five. I need to get rid of that place. Okay, I like that. I like that. Okay, and on the buying side, on a scale of one to five, where would you say you're at? Uh, I'm at about a three, I think. Okay, you're out of my area. Would you be fine with me handing your information over to another real estate agent who can have your best interests at heart and really take care of you and help you get through the sale? Absolutely, yes, please do that. Okay, can I get your contact information outside of work? Yes, my information is yada, yada, yada. Okay, and the property you're thinking about selling, what is the city state and zip code for that property or what's the what is the address city state and zip code for that property and then they tell you um are you the only decision maker in that deal who else would be making that decision with you okay can can I get their first and last name and so I just go through the works like I practice my whole little uh buyer intake sheet with them and I you know, and I'll let the agent know on the other side that this person is probably not actually looking to sell a home. But on the off chance that they are, uh, I'd like to make this referral deal or whatever. Uh, so I do that. I do that, and it helps me because <laughs> because I don't want to cold call anybody. So instead of calling random people and asking them if they'd like to make a deal, you know, are you looking to buy or sell? I just want to let you know that I'm your local real estate agent. Instead of doing that, I like to um, practice on people who uh, are calling me for no reason at all. And it just kind of helps me work through what sounded good, what didn't sound good, what can I say better. And then I know the deal is 99% probability it's not going to take place and I'm cool with that that's fine but it just gives me time to practice saying the words and practice saying the words in a way that flows better uh I also <laughs> I also do this there's some dudes who will be like hey ma how you doing or whatever like nope no no and say what you do?" And say, oh you know I do real estate and I do travel and they say oh yeah you know I- I'm gonna need to take some vacations or whatever can I get your information and I say you know what You can. And then I get their information. And now they're part of the cold calling list. Hey, it's me. How are you doing? Oh, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, so I was just wondering if you were up for uh, looking to take any vacation soon. I want to go over some vacation packages with you, yada, yada, yada. So now they got to deal with me. And it's of their own doing. Again, I don't want to cold call people because I don't like that feeling of people being like, stop bothering me because I know how I am when people cold call me. But... If you're going to put yourself in a situation where you were trying to disrupt my life, even though I already told you that I am not available, let's do this. Let's do do it till you're sick of me. And next time someone tells you that they're not available, maybe you'll take heat and pay some attention to that. So those are the way that I practice doing business. And it eliminates that pressure that somebody is going to be upset to hear from me. And it gives me the chance to again just practice and practice making those words fall off your tongue because one thing that I remember because when you say scripts your automatic thought is I don't want to do that I don't want to sound like a used car salesman yada 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 and I know that scripts are important not so you can sound very rehearsed about it but the reason that I need to practice is because I need to be able to work it into any conversation so practicing them on random people helped me figure out how I would just slide into the conversation with somebody that I do want to work with. You know? And it's not meant to sound like a used car salesman script. It's meant to sound like here you guys were having this nice conversation and all of a sudden you're talking about buying houses and going on vacation. And you don't even know how you got there because it happened so smoothly. And it used to be an instructor um and one of my instructor friends, like he would play this game where because we had to transition from, you know, one lesson to another or from when students get in in the morning and transition into the lesson or when they get back from lunch and transition into the lesson. And um, we're talking about grown adults in military, if you don't know. So I was in the military and I was a um, tech school instructor. And an NCO instructor, a non-commissioned officer, academy instructor. And so we practice transitions in the NCO academy. And, you know, it was like you're having a conversation with grown adults, same age as you. And it's how do you talk about they had nasty spaghetti for lunch into um, transformational leadership. You know, so you would kind of be like, like, yeah, that spaghetti was nasty. It's like somebody should have told him it was gross or something. They need a better recipe. Um... But what if somebody just yelled at them and said, make it better? And that didn't make any sense. But then what if somebody was like, you know what, this recipe my grandma used to make and it's really cool. And then they all kind of go in the kitchen and talk about it. And instead of people just being mad that they just got yelled at and told their food was nasty. Somebody, you know, one of their leaders went back and like showed them the recipe that their grandma used to make and yada, yada, yada. So when we talk about transformational leadership, we're talking about things like that. Making people go from making nasty spaghetti to making it great in a way that they want to do it and are not feeling any kind of way because you just yelled at them. So everybody take your seats and we're going to go ahead and get into the lesson. And then students are like, ah, you got us again. So um, the same thing with scripts. You want to go into it in a way where you catch people off guard they don't know how they start talking about their puppy and that led into buying a house or whatever Um, but you're putting out the information and gathering the information that you need to see if this person's in a position to make that transaction so again I like just practicing with spam calls and people who are not willing to take no for an answer when I say that they can't go out on a date with me and that's, that's how I get my practice on because I still am not comfortable with cold calling. But, oh, so another thing I did, if anybody uses KVCore as their CRM, KVCore, um, it sends you reminders, like it'll say like, make sure you call this person, make sure you call this person. Another thing it does is when you see a property, that you want to advertise, you can do a property boost, and you can do a three-day boost, and that costs forty-five dollars, or you can do a seven-day boost, and that costs sixty dollars. So I actually I do an aerial arts class, like the um, climbing and spinning and twirling on the silk fabrics that go up to the ceiling or whatever. But anyway, so I do aerial arts class, and in my aerial class, I met another realtor with EXP, and. I was um so we were talking and she said, you know, because I'm new and she's been in the business, I think she said five years or whatever. And so she said, make sure you do property boosts on um on properties that you want to do an open house on or whatever. And she said, sixty dollars and it's worth it. So I went out and I did a property boost on the open house we just did Sunday. I did a property boost, I think I don't remember when in the week, it was like a Saturday or something. I don't remember. But anyway, I did a seven day property boost and And basically, that means when people are on Facebook or whatever, you know, when you're on social media and every fourth uh, topic, every fourth thing you scroll to is an ad, the house would show up as an ad and people click on it. And when they click on it, it says, please log in to see this house. And so they can log in through Google or log in through Facebook or whatever. And what it does is it captures their information, puts it directly into your CRM. So I ended up that did a seven day boost for $60 and I got seven leads. Now, these leads are cold leads. And if you remember, leads are leads your introduction. They're just the thing to get you in the door. That does not mean anybody's interested in A, hearing from you, or B, buying a house. You just happen to capture their information. So, yesterday, I spent the day calling down the line. And I, it still feels like cold calling. Even though I got their information because they clicked on something of mine. But, you know, at least I'm not going through the phone book, I guess. So I went through and I called everybody and I either hung up because I wasn't ready to leave a message and I'll admit that and I probably should have left a message but I didn't. But on the majority of them I just hung up when the voicemail came on. The other ones I actually left a message and then KB is set up that it'll tell me next time that I should call. So I don't know in a couple of days it'll be like hey call them again I don't care how you're feeling just call them. So I'll make sure that I do that and then I'm doing the Christmas campaign it's letters from Santa so basically I made a google form and I got this one from the uh, realtor convention and I don't remember if I mentioned it last week I don't remember but from the uh NAR convention, this one speaker, she said she does Christmas, cam- she didn't even say it. She just said, download all my downloadables, in the Christmas campaign happened to be in there. And so I've been pushing the Christmas campaign. What I learned from that is no matter how much you post a video or words or whatever online, people don't pay no attention to what you're posting and I read something that said only 18% of people see what you're putting out there so if it's not crystal clear it may get overlooked but I am doing my Christmas campaign and this is basically what uh, um where people fill out a form and then you take that form and you merge it into whatever I don't know technology even though this was my job it merges it into a document so it'll pop up a letter from Santa. You print out all the letters, you buy nice beautiful envelopes. My daughter has the beautiful writing so she would write the kids name and address on the envelope. I stuff it all in a box or a large package or whatever, send it up to Alaska. They stamp it with a North Pole stamp because I'm going to already have the postage on there and I've already bought my um my Christmas stamps. So they would just uh, put a stamp on there that says North Pole has Christmas stamp on there. And then they would send the letter to the kid. So it comes across like this is a letter from Santa straight to you from the North Pole, yada, yada. So I'm doing my Christmas campaign. And if you see this anywhere before early December, and you want to do a Christmas campaign, email me. Kesey at I already forgot my Kisi at K I home and away.com. So this K E S I at K I the word home, the word and the word away at uh, com. And I will, I will get you the form so you could put together your letters from Santa. And if you get people that respond a lot quicker and better than, um, something just fell off the counter. I'll be out there in a minute, but If you email me and you want the information, I'll send you that information so you can get your letters from Santa done. Uh, If you Google, how long do I have to send something up to Alaska and get it sent back, it'll let you know. I know my deadline is December 10th, so I put out there that I need all forms by December 2nd because sometimes people need time to be last minute types. So I'm making sure I do that too. But I'm already late for my state meetings this morning, so I'm going to go ahead and let you go there. I know it was we covered a few topics, and I hope they were helpful to you. And if you need anything, call me or email me or whatever and let me know. And if you want to see Letters from Santa, you can go to Santa, and you'll see the, the page that I popped up for Letters from Santa as well. All right, y'all have a good one, and welcome to the open house. Bye.